Anyone can be ready for back to school, but with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I got everything for my classroom and saved a ton ready. They've got more backpacks, more pins, and more supplies than you ever thought possible. So double knot your sneakers, gas up the minivan, and get your list ready. Staples has everything you need and more for the new school year. Let's do this. Just visit your nearest Staples store or go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration. inspiration. Things go better when they go your way. And with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you can make, share, and do what inspires. Whether you want a laptop, a tablet, or something for gaming, you'll have devices that were made for you to keep doing what inspires you and everyone else. Learn more at windows.com slash made to inspire. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. Blowing through the jasmine in my mind. (laughs) See the currents hanging in the window in the evening on a Friday night. A little light shining through the window lets me know everything's all right. That is Jay's child. Thank you, Noah. <laughs> what eight-year-old knows all of the lyrics <laughs> and heard me singing it and busted? And I mean, it. came into the room filled with song and just Wait. fell right into a part. I mean, fell right in place. Hold on, let me play this for you real quick because this took me out. I was playing it in the car. (laughs) I want you to just, I want you to just. (laughs) Wait, where? What? Do you see the glee on her face? Oh, yes. <laughs> Outside of the I feel sirens. like I saw that. Did you post that on? Um... No, I don't think I posted that. I She's like always that. singing, though. I'm always taking yes. videos of her because she fascinates me by how much she gets into these songs. <laughs> so, praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Girl. For sure. For shiggity. What's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, back from the West Coast once again. Yeah. Um, and jet setting. Jet setting, honey. Setting jets. Sa- safely, mind you. Double masked. <laughs> Thank you very much. Double masked and spraying, disinfected in the face of everyone. Wait, let me tell you. So I, so um, my flight coming back to New York, uh, which, by the way, can I just tell you how blessed I was? Mm. I got... Th- a, a three row uh, seat like comfort row in Delta mm-hmm. to myself oh what a blessing from Los Angeles to New York City that's incredible um, but when I was getting on the flight and I was walking to my seat there was a mother and two daughters uh, three black women in front of me and mm-hmm. all of them were standing in 
disinfecting in sync. And I Period. just, I felt like I was at home. I, I had to stop and say, I just, amongst my people. I yes. feel comfortable sitting behind you all. Have a beautiful, Absolutely. beautiful Please flight. Enjoy yourself. Take rest. Yes. Yes. I love to see it. I, I, um, when I was coming back from New York, I sat next to a black woman who was um, nursing an injury. I believe that she had her her foot or her ankle or something. She had one of those hmm. big cast boot things on. And I, you know, I could tell that she was distressed. And, you know, she saw me and I was like, do you want me to clean your seat for you? She was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you pray that you're going to come in contact with somebody who just is going to see your need. And I'm just grateful that God is still answering prayer. I love and it. And I was like, you know, I understand, you know, it was traveling by yourself and you have this, this big cast on. And I could imagine it would be challenging for you to stand up and clean the seat. Why don't you take it? Just, you know, I'll clean it for you. We'll take sit a rest down together yes. and get ourselves back to our homes. Um, and you know, you know, it's just, you know, I just I'm not love going, to see it. It's just, I just, it's, we have to help one another. We have, we have to look out for each other. We do. I was spraying as well. Cause I, I wipe. So the whole process is you got to uh-huh. do the screen. You got to do the back of the person's seat in front of you. You yes. got to do those armrests. You got to do yes. the, your head. You got to do you the have seat to, belts. The seat belts. You've got to do the seat, not just the click, click, but the whole but seat the belt. fabric. Yes. The par- you have the to get The foldy part with the magazines mm-hmm, in front of mm-hmm, you, that too. Cause mm-hmm, niggas mm-hmm. touch that, you know, yes. pretty much everything. Literally, so, the wall, the window. The wall, yes, if you're at a wind, wall seat, you must do the, the window. I usually hit the little air vent thing up there to just give that a quick Same. little wipe down. I usually okay. turn it with my Clorox wipe. <laughs> Literally just get all in there. Just anything that's blowing in there is not going to blow out on me. Okay, I'm not dealing with it. And um, and so I was spraying. I was doing my spray portion. They said, well, what are you, is that, is that spray hand sanitizer? I said, oh, no, mommies, this is hospital grade disinfectant. <laughs> they said, yes. yes I was like, we don't play any games. And the white people around me were just, they were just, just gawking at us cleaning our seats. They have no clue what's happening. Not a clue. Not a clue. But I They don't even wash themselves because Ashton Kutcher and, and his wife, did you see that? You told me about it. The thing about it is I am more struck by the fact that that this is shocking to most people because I, you know, went to, you know, during my undergraduate years, I lived amongst white people mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> sharing mm-hmm. a community bathroom. I have seen all kinds of I have seen women. Yes defecate in the shower so i just heard about that for the very first time yesterday and i'm telling you even as a young lass i mean 17 year old kid you know how i used to i used to have a video about this when i was you know doing my little back to school stuff i might have to blow the dust off of that because now we are living in dire times but you know Back, if you if I think back to my freshman year, I remember when you had community bathrooms, you had the little shower caddy. It was probably like a little basket mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where people kind of had their, you know, their their uh, body wash and shampoos. And, mm-hmm. you know, I did not, you know, that little that little itty bitty caddy thing was like, what is that? Because I, I had, you know, with a bucket that you can base the turkey in yes. with a big, it, had, it was a big purple bucket with a handle because yeah. I had to, even then, this was before the age of like actual Clorox wipes. But I'm telling you, I used to have the Lysol shower 
thing, shower cleaner with bleach, and mm-hmm. I used to just pour it. <laughs> I used yep. to let that hot water run and pour that bleach down. Mm-hmm into that shower and let that water run, let it steam up good. Yep. And I was still standing there with shower shoes and all kinds of stuff. I would spray them shower curtains and stuff yep. down. And this was all prior to me getting into the shower every day, multiple yep. times a day. So I, I mean, I have, I have lived amongst people who did not prioritize their personal cleanliness. And so when when Aston Kutcher said that he nor his children, he does not require himself nor his children to bathe Mm-mm. daily, Mm-mm. but a strong two to three times per week, that did not Mm-mm. shock me because I have lived amongst Filth. these people who didn't change their sheets for a whole semester. So don't tell me. I don't even, I can't even comprehend that. I ta- saw a video of a white girl saying that she takes one shower every six days. And after and during that one shower, let's be very clear. Let's, I want you all to look at that time. So one shower every six days. And in that one shower, she washes her hair first. Mm-hmm. She washes her face. And then she lets the soap from washing her hair run down her body. And that is how she cleans my freshman uh, year, heavy quotations I got into, herself. I got into heavy, heavy quotations on the clean part. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I got into a debate my freshman year in college with the young lady who told me that, um, you know, because I made a comment, I noticed it, and I wasn't even trying to be funny. It was actual, like, this is what I perceived. That the white girls who I was sharing a dorm with were much, they prioritized washing their hair more than they prioritized washing their box uh-huh. i didn't use that word but that's what i mm-hmm. said right yeah. mm-hmm. and she was just like um and i was like you know what's fascinating about that is like you know the thing if you guys don't wash your hair every day then your hair gets greasy and oily mm-hmm. right and what do you think happens to you this twat? is what i said like I said, so you think that y'all take so self-cleaning you think your scalp, you think your <laughs> scalp will require daily cleaning but your vagina does not like, like, or like, like or your lips, your like you, you, you going to think literally you're behind, like you, you, you're behind. She, listen, sis thought I was being like, she was like, ugh, like she, like, I can't even recall exactly like what her argument was. But when I said it, it was kind of just like, you know, y'all wash your hair more than you wash your box. And I don't know what that's about. Cause you know, my mama told me you got to heist your leg up on that. Tub. You heist, you lift. <laughs> you, you have lift to lift. And spread. And, <laughs> and I just don't know. This like, this is outside of my frame mm-hmm. of understanding. It's my cultural awareness. Cause I don't know. I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? My, yeah. I have a friend who said their father made them use white towels. And so Listen. when they would get out of the shower, he said he would look at their towels after they dried and get back in. My grandfather used to say this all the time, you know, you know, during the time he grew up, he was born into the depression. So he used mm-hmm. to say, you know what? We didn't have much, but whatever we had was clean all yeah, of the that's time. That's it. That and is it. She was like, you know, it was a source of pride. It was a source of, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for people who didn't have, you know, you taking care of your things, people who, who really had to work for what they had and who really didn't grow up with the, you know, you know, ever any sort of, of, opportunity to be frivolous Mm -hmm. or to think you know to take things for granted Mm -hmm. you have a certain kind of reverence and respect for the very basic things like taking a bath every day or Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like because and this was when 
this was when he was like, you know, we used to have to, you, we didn't have hot running water. You had to like boil your water for mm-hmm. your bath. And that made your bath time a sacred thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was like, you know, it was ingrained in us. So even though we are afforded like, you know, luxuries now and we have choices and options, which is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I still very much believe that these sort of standards of cleanliness are, you know, cultural property for black Absolutely. folks. Absolutely. Absolutely. We stayed boiling our shirts and our drawers and all kinds and of things. And I mean, white bleaching sure. shirts. And I yeah. mean, just, you know, and the kind of thing, you know, since we talk about all the time, how like this weekend, I, you know, I did, I was going to talk about in Black Women Self Care, I made a commitment not to open my laptop from Friday to Sunday and I kept it. But you know what I did Y'all do on Sunday? <laughs> you know what I did do on Sunday? What did you do? I, I hooked up. I, I connected all of my Apple TV on all the TVs in this house. And then mm-hmm. I, I put on that um, Quiet Stormy Central playlist that Nikki yes! told us about. Yes. And when I tell you I was in here scrubbing and cleaning and it was so much peace. It wasn't like mm-hmm. a frantic like, oh, my God, I'm so stressed out. I have to clean my house. It was like, I am grateful to God mm-hmm. for this house. It's mine. I love it here. And mm-hmm. I feel like it is my reasonable service to keep it clean. Yep. And being able to literally vacuum my floors and 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 you know empty you know I mean mop and move things and dust and you know all of these things was literally like it felt like I was uh it was like a recentering it was it it didn't feel like work it felt you know being able to and then you know being finished walking upstairs coming in from outside Mm because I you know went to get something to eat came in from outside and my house smelled good Mm -hmm. and the floors was shining and it was just like this is like you know I felt I I was filled with gratitude and very it was in peace it was like I love to hear that this is so much like I have so much peace this is and I kept saying I love it here I just love it my house is everything I love it here and and I just don't understand how that is not a thing for some people is all I'm saying I don't I don't either but you know I I mean it's not for me to understand that's when I saw two white men three white men making fun of this white girl they were like wait that's all you do when you give the shower just a little yeah 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 and I said, these niggas are making fun of you. I can't try to understand this logic. I can't. <laughs> I Literally. I can't. I get in the shower and scrub all of my 72,000 or whatever Irish Springs Literally. or whoever does zest. 2,000 parts. There and we I go, 2,000. Like, who doesn't want to smell good? I, yeah. I mean, smelling good and like skin you feel being good soft. when you wipe like, your little greasy, are you rinsed kidding? body from the shower. Are you kidding? That's like gross. you don't. Th- that makes you feel like you can get in your bed and be like, "Oh God, everything is amazing." That I don't understand it. But I you really have don't. to remember, like you said, they're not changing the sheets. You're so if right. they're not changing the sheets, then what do they understand about the the zestfully clean feeling of getting into <laughs> a pair of fresh sheets after a good hot shower? Oh, I mean, listen, and I hope. I'm just telling you, we only have to go based on what we see on the internet. And when I tell you that this was something that was all over the internet, and I'm not saying that this is true of every white person, every white family, I'm not no, judging. It's not. I know it's for not. a fact that there are very clean white people in the world. I have friends and colleagues and associates, all of whom I have trusted and, you mm-hmm. know, and had close relationship with close proximity to, but I do know that there are people on the internet who have subscribed and, and responded to polls disclosing that they do not wash themselves every day. 
And that's what this is about. Exactly. I've seen it. Kev on stage did a poll where they were literally saying that they wear their T-shirts every four wears. (laughs) They wear their jeans until they get a stain or some nasty shit. They wear dress. Dresses get washed only when dirty. Um, Bras every two to four weeks, four weeks. Um, it was towels, it was, it, it literally was like once oh, a towels month. were every like Ooh, five, the king. five Help uses us. or something like that. But they were, it was, I, I could not understand it. And so I actually, two of my white home girls who listened to getting grown, shout out to Lisa and Carrie. Hey. Um, I, I told them about these polls and I told them about this white girl who washes her hair and lets the soap run down her body. I told them all of these things and they were like, uh, so we, we don't even use loofahs because they nasty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what you mean? What's every, and I go, I stayed at Lisa's house. Lisa lives upstate. I would never stay in her house. She's one of the cleanest people I know bleach all day, but on a, on a general consensus from mm-hmm. what I've seen, there's a lot of miss showering going on mm-hmm. and miss cleanliness. And, um, I, it just makes me deeply uncomfortable to know that these are the types of people that are sitting next to me on the airplane. It's a scary time for yeah, sure. It is. Yeah. It's right. a scary time. It's mm-hmm. a scary time, but yes, <laughs> I'm glad that you had safe travels. Wow. And longest intro ever. Yeah. I'm glad that you had a productive, <laughs> that's like the kitchen table. <laughs> I'm glad that you had a productive time in Los Angeles. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Um, so let us journey on, shall we? On to the trash. Okay, basura, basura time. And some of it is good, hot garbage. Oh, boy. Um, and I think we've got a couple good things in here. Now, you all know I don't get much into the pala or the ticks, but mm-hmm. um, I have been, you know, doing a little bit more reading lately. Uh, and having conversations with different folks and whatnot. And I was unaware. We all know Georgia had been on some bullshit, right? We know that. I yes. think that is um, uh, just like common, common knowledge. knowledge at yes. this point. Yes. One of the states that have been cutting up here okay. a lot recently. And it's not mm-hmm. stopped. <laughs> shout mm-hmm. out to the shout out to the to the blue voters in Georgia because yes. we still speak your name. You all did mm-hmm. work. But yes. the 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 uh, the Republicans are making it really really difficult for this to happen again um there is a lot of jim crow laws that are being reinstated uh and voted in and it's voter suppression is what it is and i'd like to list off a couple of the things a couple of the significant changes uh to voting in georgia okay that are written into these laws voters will now have less time to request absentee ballots There are strict new ID requirements for absentee ballots. It is now illegal for election officials to mail out absentee ballot applications to all voters. Drop boxes still exist, but barely. Mobile voting Mm -hmm. centers think an RV where you can vote are essentially banned. Early voting is expanded in a lot of small counties, but probably not in more populous ones. Offering food or water to voters waiting online now risks misdemeanor charges. If you go to the wrong polling place, it will be even harder for you to vote. If election problems arise, a common occurrence, it is now more difficult to extend voting hours. With a mix of changes uh, to vote counting, high turnout elections will probably mean a long wait for results. Mm -hmm. 
Election officials can no longer accept third-party funding, a measure that nods to right-wing conspiracy theories. Uh, With an eye toward voter fraud, the state attorney general will manage an election hotline. The Republican-controlled legislature has more control over the state election board. The secretary of state is removed as a voting member of the state election board. The GOP-led legislature is empowered to suspend county election officials, and runoff elections will happen faster and could become harder to manage. So this is very important to know because this is going to require some strategy and mobilization to sort of navigate these changes in real time. Absolutely. And, you know, especially in, in, in light of upcoming elections in the state of Georgia, there are probably going to be need some, there's going to be some contingency plans that need to sort of be developed and executed such that, you know, people who are being disenfranchised will have the necessary access um, to get to, to, to be able to exercise their, their rights as voters. It's really unfortunate um, <clears throat> that we still have to contend these, with these things, but this is just the reality of the situation. And until we can change the game, we just going to have to play smarter. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So, but I thought it was really I, important I, to, to, absolutely. to know that. I'm glad that you shared that. And hopefully, and hopefully maybe in the future we can sort of, <clears throat> have some further discussion about like what to do in response to this. Absolutely. Um, maybe engage some people um, at NAACP or even some people in Georgia to understand, you know, what we can do in response to some of these things. I think that would be a good, a good, uh, a good idea. I 100% agree. I think opening conversation, I think this is just to start conversation because I'm no expert in this, but I even I Me knew uh, hearing and reading about this that it was some bullshit. <laughs> so I said sure. I wanted to start the conversation here, and then I would love to bring in some um, some more well versed people uh, in this in these areas in these arenas, so that we know, especially our Georgia listeners, on how to navigate uh, because they they're trying it. Ultimately, right. they're trying it. Another nigga who's been trying it, and he is all over the place. Yes, Kia, that is the face, the baby. Um, well, he's apologizing now, huh? Yeah, a flimsy apology from social media with a black background. Um, <laughs> and he's apologizing because his bags are getting snatched left and, left and motherfucking right. right. This nigga got snatched off of the governor's ball, uh, Lollapalooza. There's a festival he was supposed to do in the UK. He got taken off of that. He lost his boohoo men deal. Um, he's had the likes of Elton John and Madonna speaking out against him in quest love and, uh, Dua Lipa, yeah. um, the girl he did, a. uh, what is this? Not Havana Una now. What's the other song Noah be singing? Child, I can't remember. I know you're not finna ask I know, me I can't remember. know that I don't know. But Dua Lipa and just a number of just, and he's getting endorsements snatched and money taken away. And, and all because he just didn't say, wave your hands, push your hands in the air and wave them like, like just, just don't, don't care. care. All because you couldn't <laughs> mind your black ass business. All because, all because you're because not comfortable just with say, yourself. Uh, you got a hundred dollar bill, put your hands up. That would have just avoided all of this mess. Listen, we don't even like Funkmaster Flex. And yet and still, we're all throwing... We are all... I mean... 
just take it from Fat Man School, Crooklyn Clan. I'm just saying. I'm just, just, like, saying. I'm just whatever saying. Whatever I say, y'all got to do. Like, you <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're not going to read books and educate yourself and, like, you know, know what is proper and appropriate and respectful and humane to say, oh then perhaps you should just stick to the script, okay? And nobody actually come out here asking these unorthodox, unconventional, unnecessary, inhumane, disrespectful questions. Are you crazy? You don't, you don't know what you're, you're you're disrespecting an entire community with with ignorance with things it's that are is. not factual. Is really... It is full ignorance. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You have no clue. You don't know that the fight that the LGBTQIA plus community has had from early on with dealing with uh, AIDS and HIV as a as an epidemic, and then on top of that, there are so many medications and things that are out for people's health. You don't know how people have contracted this. You don't know if it's through birth. You don't know if it's through uh, sexual misconduct, assault, rape. You don't know what people's circumstances are and you are speaking on something that you do not know and you sound like a whole fucking idiot. And it's the fact that he doubled down on the bullshit. Nobody wants your flimsy ass apology now, please. You're getting everything you deserve. I hope they continue to take everything away from you. And... You know, I don't want to hear nothing about a learning experience. He came out of his mm-hmm. mouth with some with some vile ignorance shit. That's not even. Yeah, go ahead, sis. Even Chris Brown, who Sheesh. has been known to say and do some unseemly things, mm-hmm. even he said, "You know what I'm saying? When you are booked for a show, it's your job to come out there and perform." And say nothing else. And then you got to get off the stage and go back to wherever it is that you came from. Like all of this unnecessary, all of this, you know, extraneous talking. We don't need that. We don't need none and of if it. You don't, if you don't have nothing to say, there is nothing ever wrong with saying nothing. Like just shut your trap. Okay. Look at me. Look at me flipping all over this stage. Do that, nigga. <laughs> don't like. I just. Ooh. Well. Bless his heart. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. So that was that. So I just wanted yes. to comment on the fact that he got all his things snatched away from him. If you want a proper read, head over to the read. Okay. Our brother and yes, sister indeed. did a fantastic Woo! job. I mean, of, there's nothing else to be no, said. No, not truly not. Uh, putting this they understood the assignment. <laughs> um, Chris, and Jean, Chris and Jean and Furnasia understood did. the assignment, and they literally left us all. They spoke for us. You know did. what I'm saying? Did. After I listened to it, I literally said, "And the doors of the church are open. Is there one? Is there one? <laughs> okay, because the word has gone forth. Period. Go ahead. So that was that. Uh, what what else do we have on here? Okay, so in the in the uh, same sh- stream that we're talking about of festivals, oh boy, so many, so many, so many. The Delta variant is performing everywhere, all over the world. Okay, I mean a world tour, <laughs> headlining, a world tour, headlining <laughs> a global superstar. Okay. <laughs> Well, hopefully, maybe he'll be canceled by then. Not sure. But the Lovers and Friends Festival, that was a a huge uh, source of conversation before the pandemic, is set to return in 2022. This is correct. 
So that is going to be a fantastic time. I want you all to go check out the lovers. The tickets in- is like five dollars or something, right? Something real. I'm sorry, real, what? Real inexpensive. Oh. I heard that they were like very, 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 very inexpensive. They're not at all. Oh, they're not pricey tickets from what from what I was told. Now I could be wrong, but this is what I'm saying. Oh, that's 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 what I was told. That's how it got to me. Okay. All right. Well, um, I definitely won't be there then. Uh, But you all have a fantastic time. I hope things are much safer in 2022. You know, I'll be praying for all of you and your immune systems. I too will. I'll be looking out for the photographs and the videos because I will not be there. But I wish you all, all of you who are attending, I'm praying for the fortitude of your immune systems. And I pray that you have an amazing time. You know, I feel risky enough getting on an airplane. But, um... I try to take every necessary Listen, precaution that I'm I have. Still, Something I'm about still a, the only one wearing my K95, KN9, down to the orange theory. The people is looking at me like, are you crazy? And I just are be they like, going hmm. maskless? Some they're saying the, the rule is at my particular this particular location that if you are vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. But I that don't have nothing to do with no, me. That I am vaccinated, but I'm still wearing my mask mm-hmm. because that mm-hmm. means that somebody in here is not vaccinated. Or, you know, the vaccine the vaccine does not keep you from getting COVID. No, it does not. Or spreading it. Or spreading it. And so I just want to continue to be as safe as possible and that's no shade to anyone because i don't know that anyone you know i don't i don't i'm not into the shaming thing because no. i don't believe that anybody who got covid wanted it but at the same time i don't want it no <laughs> so, and so i just won't be at a festival you just won't see me right there. right I, and i mean if you and, not, and i'm not saying that everybody that's going to go is going to get it but i'm just saying for me as for I have me to do and what's my best, household period i have to do what is best for my own sanity and peace of mind and I understand that I can, you know, I'm taking a risk going to the grocery store. I get that. But I'm also taking a risk going, you know, I'm just trying to mitigate risk. Yeah. Yeah. I have to get on you an know? airplane sometimes and go fly to go take care of work. Work. Um, exactly. But I I just, I'm not, I'm just not personally ready for the festivals. Uh, the only way I will be ready for festivals is if they do those little pods that I saw, I think maybe it was somewhere in Europe, where it was individual mm-hmm. platforms with a couple of chairs. And I said, well, why won't we do festivals like this all along? I mean, that sounds like a jam good time to <laughs> Let me tell you something. Best fest jam. ever. So Best fest ever. I just, I'm just i saying consider it. Consider it. I'll be at the Lollapalooza or the, or the, what, the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis Festival if you all put those platforms, those personal platforms out, I think that is fantastic. You know how else I'll be there? Hmm, if it streams on HBO Max, I'm going. Okay? If it's on HBO Max, also I will that. sit down into my yeah. living room with all of my snacks, yes. honey, yeah. and have me a wonderful time. Yes. That's the only way that I can see myself being there outside of, like you said, a private pod situation, which I'm still not, you know, you still got to get there. But either way, um, yeah. you know, listen. Yeah. These are the things, you know. Either way, we're excited. It's going to be a good time. And prayerfully, we'll be on, we'll be in a much better uh, position than we are right now as it relates to COVID. Yes. Yes. So um, you guys have a fun time. Good news. Rachel Rollins of Suffolk County is mm-hmm. now the U.S. attorney for Massachusetts. So... Very 
Yes, a black woman. I just wanted to shout that out. I thought that was beautiful. Um, yes. Some of y'all's girl, uh, Nicole Minaje. Mm. Nope, still haven't forgotten. She You're still is upset. Uh, yes. No, not upset. Just have not forgotten. Fair, fair, totally fair. But she wants to host the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion, and it might actually <laughs> happen. <laughs> I saw that and I said, excuse. Ooh, that is laughable. <laughs> so I will be on time. If Nicki Minaj hosts the Potomac reunion, I'm going to be front and center. I need the reunion to be like four parts and I need to be present for each and every one. She said she is currently binging and she is making pointed notes uh, she's got questions um, and she is going to be on time for that and Andy said he will gladly give up his seat if Nicki Minaj well, I wants need to him host. to coach her she's not I don't know if she she's just getting to the party I don't know that she is qualified yeah. to do it but she doesn't really like I will be niggas like yeah that. I don't I don't I don't know <laughs> that I see her you know really you know being a strong interview you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah yeah I agree and managing all of the you know you have to manage the cast mm-hmm. uh for for a reunion manage. and and the potomac girls are a special kind of something you know i don't and know so much don't know about if, algebra but i know them hoes are wild <laughs> i don't know if nikki got the range and i mean i say that you know respectfully I, not even the range i don't think she's got the patience i don't think she's got the the uh, brought up see i don't think she's got a lot of things <laughs> that are that are are needed in place to deal with uh a cast like this i think it would be it would be a nice i mean i could see her hosting a segment of it i could see her yeah, maybe a watch what happens know, live contributing to it yeah. in some sort of way yes. but actually hosting it mm. i'm a little mm, well that makes me laugh you just buckle it's, up your seatbelt and giving, watch it's giving snl skit i don't know <laughs> i don't know if they are clowning but that that intrigued me and i'm not a Nicki That's minaj hilarious. fan nor do i watch the real housewives of potomac <laughs> i said this it's just seems quite fascinating. If that actually happens, that will be a very interesting turn of events. And maybe, who know, who knows? Nikki might surprise me. Who knows? I'm but. not really a Housewives person, but I think I might have to binge the Potomac just to actually understand what's going on at this party because I seen the lady with the bob in the binder full of receipts, and I was Monique. like, this is pretty intriguing. <laughs> She's not even on this season. Um... And I feel like if she's binging, I wonder, does that mean that she's catching up on all prior seasons and she's now get just now getting into them, even though they I think this mm. is maybe their fifth or sixth mm. season. Oh, is um, it really? Or. I feel like it. I could be wrong. Is the Candy Ache still on this season? Candy Ache is still on. Child. Wow. wow. She's self-producing her own album. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fascinating. Yes. so i thought that would be her husband is her her husband jer he's managing her nope not gonna wendy williams this situation well i'm going to move swiftly right on along i just wanted to bring kia a little glee with that news thank you um saweetie who we just oh we just have a special place in our hearts for Yes, um, we give her grace. She 
<laughs> yes, we do. And now she's in her lane because she has a meal, the Sawiti meal coming out at McDonald's. I think really? July 8th or 9th or something. Yes. Well, what does it consist of? It it contains some chicken McNuggets, a Big okay. Mac, some fries, and barbecue sauce that they are deeming sweetie and sour sauce because she mm-hmm. is known for liking to put McDonald's barbecue sauce on her Big Macs and fries and things, which is, you know, pretty. I feel like back in the day when I consume quarter pounders every once in a blue, I dip them in barbecue sauce. I just wonder what her cholesterol is giving. Is she okay? I mean, I, I don't think so, but I, I just I understand that I she's hope for young, the best. But these things tend to catch up with us if we're not if we're not careful. I would I would admonish her. I would implore her to get get around the blood work and just make sure, I just, make sure things are in order because you know she puts ramen noodles inside of bags of hot Cheetos and tops them off these with hot children, sauce. And, you know, I just, and uh, I had Lucas a feeling. And, I had a feeling that she too was of. This tribe of of youth that are really sustaining themselves with MSG and red dye number five. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be diligent in prayer um, because I listen, think they're going to be OK, though, because we consumed quite a bit of red dye number five growing up, sis. I'm not saying that they won't they won't survive. I'm just saying that as we age, these things can catch up they with do. you very quickly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they do. And we're not even we're not speaking on physical. We're literally speaking internally internally mm-hmm. and i'm just saying like and not even you know not to be funny but like you know we got to be serious about this like uh boosie is on the brink of kidney failure well and you know, you know i i'm I a know, strong believer that the evil manifests itself <laughs> from the inside out i'm just saying we have all due diligence but listen i i think that this is the and big wait deal a minute. hold on i'm so sorry to cut you off are we okay. surprised? We have all no. seen this nigga's fridge, freezer, and pantry. I understand. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Red dot number five and MSG, and he is my age and looks like my daddy. Yeah, but that's that evil. That's that evil inside. Now, whatever I'm Clifford, saying- Clifford is, must be drinking baby goat's blood or something, but it, his is about to catch up because he can't shut his fucking flaps to save his oh, life. Sweet God. Okay. He's. Listen. Either way, I think, you know, I think this is a very big business venture, business deal for Saweetie. And as such, I'm happy for her. That's it. Um, and, uh, you know, the Saweetie meal is a big deal. Yes, it is. So and you I'm are... not going to eat one. No, but no, 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 no. I do wish her the best. Never been a Big Mac fan. Not really a McDonald's you know, girl I haven't anymore. Ha- I mean, I mean, I just, you know, I am, you know, it just. Sometimes I'll see a Big Mac and I'll be like, I can't believe that I ate this as a child. Like, I I remember being like, you know, 11, 12 and eating a Big Mac and it being like a, a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. I ate a Big Mac and it was so good, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And now I look at it and I'm like, why would I ever need <laughs> all of that sandwich? Why do I need that, that wayward bread in the middle of this <laughs> burger? Why? Special sauce grossed me lie. out when I was coming up. Something about Thousand it never Island sat dressings. right with I know, but Thousand Island never sat right with me. It just don't look right. It's I don't chunky. like ranch either. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Saweetie does have her McDonald's meal coming out. 
You know, McDonald's, holler at getting grown if you want to do like a grilled chicken sandwich collaboration. <laughs> Comes with a tasty honey mustard. Can we do like a getting grown meal? Yeah. Can we do something for the adult Salad. that has some fiber and some vitamin D's? And I do <laughs> not want it to. No, and I don't want your bottles of Dasani. It tastes like other people's water. No, we need we need something for those of us who are, you know, we we just something that's anti-inflammatory. Yeah. <laughs> But it comes with a small fry because we're all going to roll up to the window and we're just going to order the fry. So we need to stop. And we can have a high C orange, but we need something that is going to have a little bit more nutritional value. Maybe a side salad and a grilled chicken sandwich. You know what I'm saying? But we don't want no iceberg lettuce. No. You're going to have to give us some some microgreens. (laughs) (laughs) At least some romaine. At least. Can we have some a nice arugula? A a spring mix at Bear Men. (laughs) Would be just great. And if you could just give us a little, a little grilled chicken, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. with that and a small fry. Yes. You know, a personal package of of sweet and spicy walnut. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And an optional blue cheese crumble. Or feta. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And a dried cherry. I think that sounds getting grown Donald's. We need something. I mean, because for the girls who love, you know, who grew up on McDonald's, but we are too old for that. Yeah. Now we can't be eating all of that stuff these days. Okay. We trying to, we trying to, we trying to live longer. Yeah. Okay. But we've got to get a meal on the go. Yeah, we're trying to break generational curses with high saying. cholesterol. Let us do so a grilled chicken salad and a small McDonald's. fry and a small high C orange for nostalgia's sake. You know what sake. I'm saying? For nostalgia's sake. Mm-hmm. Okay? Holler at us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> our, our phone lines are open. <laughs> we'll await your call. Thank you so much. Well, with all of that being said, that is the end of the trash. And I think that we have a shout out to get to. I think we should... March on, march on, march on, march on. My sister's popping right now, like. All right, so we actually have two shout outs today. Quickly, I wanted to shout out uh, Jasmine Camacho Quinn. Okay, Jasmine Hmm. Camacho Quinn. She is a gold medal winner, honey, at the Olympics. And she is an Afro-Latina queen. She is black um, and Puerto Rican, raised in South Carolina. Uh, yes. but has since really come to know her mother's side of the family in Puerto Rico, met her grandmother, I think a year before she passed and had a beautiful Aww. experience with that. And I'll make sure I link the USA Today story about Jasmine um, in the description box. But I just wanted to shout her out. You know, she's like, I'm not running for the United States and it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, a dislike for the USA. But I wanted to put Puerto Rico on the map. I wanted to make Puerto Rico proud. I wanted to wear Puerto Rico on my chest uh, to represent my mother, to represent my family, my ancestors. And I thought that was just absolutely beautiful. Um, So I wanted to shout out Jasmine because she is a young queen out here. And congratulations to her gold medal winner. What event did she... Oh, when? Um, yeah. You don't know. <laughs> Let me see. She she beat Kendra She's Harrison of the, oh, 100 meter hurdle. Very and nice. she set a new okay. Olympic record of 12.26 seconds in the semifinal. Very nice. Right? So I thought that was incredible. I mean, fast, fast. Go ahead. Run the hurdles. I was more, I was 
really pulled in by her personal story. That's why I didn't notice that. Sorry. Um, It's all right. But by her personal, her personal um, journey, I thought it was beautiful the way that it was highlighted. And I love how proud she is. And I love the representation that she is uh, setting for other Afro Latino women out there and young girls who don't otherwise see somebody who looks like them doing such incredible things, you know what I'm saying? And being able to be highlighted in that way and putting Puerto Rico on the, not putting them on the map, but you know what I'm saying? Bigging up Puerto Rico because they've dealt with so much when it comes to government and natural disaster and so forth and so on um, with being such a beautiful island rich in history. And so I just wanted to, I wanted to shout her out. Um, And then remember our shout out last week, uh, the brown, mm-hmm. the brown skin swim. So Very nice. after the shout out, we got an email from Allie and she, okay. you know, thanking us and so forth and so on. But that is not what we are here for. We want to. Oh, and she says to you, Takia, which she spelled okay. properly and fully, Thank by you. the way. Thank you, Allie. That she thinks Thank she would you. look amazing in the Moroccan spice or the bold espresso as well. <laughs> Just All right. depends on how much of a serve you want to give. But Period. she wants to offer the listeners a discount code for 10% off. So in amazing. order to redeem the offer. We love a sale. Don't we love a sale? Use the discount code GETTINGGROWN10 at checkout. And so this offer is limited to one customer and is valid until August 31st. Um, well, I'm going to use mine. Yeah, same. I'm going to get me. I think I might get me a bold espresso. Fuck it. I don't know. Maybe a rocket <laughs> spice for yeah. your girl. <laughs> so. Make sure you all check out Brown Skin Swim once again. And if you use the code GETTINGGROWN10 at checkout, you will get 10% off your swimwear. So those are our shout outs this week. Shall we move along to this kitchen table? We shall. shall, shall, We're all looking for the same things in life, beloveds. Honey, history books that actually report the truth. A new Rihanna album because she's playing in our faces as much as we love her. And skincare products that offer clinically proven hydration and leave your skin with a healthy, non-greasy, youthful glowing finish. I certainly can't help you with the first two. But Neutrogena, a dermatologist recommended brand, has the skincare goals covered with their Hydro Boost Facial Care line. Honey, the line's Hydro Boost Gel Cream and the Night Press Serum are both clinically proven to strengthen the skin's moisture barrier and lock in hydration for 48 hours. You'll get intense hydration thanks to both products' hyaluronic acid, which has an ability to bind to water and literally hold it within the skin surface. Neutrogena's Hydro Boost Gel Cream, baby, is gel and a cream in one, is made with glycerin that penetrates the skin nine surface layers deep for longer lasting hydration. And Neutrogena's Night Press Serum will revitalize your skin overnight, letting you wake up to skin that's three times more hydrated. Made with purified hyaluronic acid and supercharged antioxidants, it's a pillow-proof formula that won't ruin your good sheets and blanket honey because it melts into your skin instantly. Both the gel cream and the Night Press Serum are oil-free, dye-free, and non-commodogenic. So, you know, around here on Getting Grown, we don't play with ash, honey. We keep ourselves moisturized on the inside and the outside because our blacks will absolutely crack if it's dry. What I love about the Neutrogena Gel Cream and the Night Press Serum is that both of them leave my skin so juicy and plump and moist, honey. I'm telling you, I put it on 
at night, wake up in the morning as, as if I just put it on. And, and I mean, my skin is so good. Like I can literally walk out the door, but I mean, you got to wash your face to get in the morning, but listen, you know what I'm saying? It's good stuff. You won't be sorry. The Neutrogena Hydra Boost line, it can be purchased at every major retailer and you can start your hydration journey today at Neutrogena.com slash Hydra Boost. That's N-E-U-T-R-O-G-E-N-A.com slash Hydra Boost. All right. So this week's kitchen table, it's for me, sis, if you'll indulge me, a bit of an extension of the shout out to my sis. I want to shout out specifically um, someone who's been in the news quite a bit. Well, people who a couple women who've been in the news quite a bit um, for their genius. Uh, But I, uh, I want to celebrate not only their amazing talent, but also their courageous um, and and radical self-care. So I'm talking specifically about Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles. Queens. Queens. And so these women are not only extraordinary athletes and women, um, but I feel like they have been an awesome example to me and to all of us really about self-preservation of, I mean, Mm -hmm. just exemplifying the importance of self-preservation. They've really sort of, uh, you know, thinking about, and and so I think for me, you know, we, I'm struggling here. I guess I'm trying to say black women um, are often assessed by our performance Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, unhealthy ways. And as someone who has sort of internalized this, this achiever, um, sort of, I don't even know what to, how to describe it. As someone who's a self-identified quote unquote achiever and who's sort of, uh, really been validated and affirmed by what I've accomplished instead of who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, this resonates with me because, I, I don't know that I have seen as many examples of women who, despite what others expected of them mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and despite um, what they felt like their responsibilities or roles or jobs was, their first priority and responsibility was to making sure that they were healthy and well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I and I don't and I I just want to celebrate that and I thought it would be awesome to talk about around the kitchen table, um, you know, just as we are at getting grown, we're constantly thinking about our learning through the lens of what we also need to unlearn, right? And so mm-hmm. I just wanted to just you know chop it up for a little bit about what these sort of historic um, demonstrations of radical self-care and self-preservation mean, you know? Mm-hmm. So I ask you, sis, what has it meant for you to see women like Naomi and Simone sort of say, I know what the world expects of me and I know what the world uh, sort of deems me responsible to do, mm-hmm. but I need to take care of myself. How does that sit with you? I love it uh, because it's mood for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Kia is a self-proclaimed uh, achiever. 
Not overachiever, achiever. Achiever or overachiever? Is it, what's the difference? Well, I think it's all the one and the same. I'm an overachiever okay. too, I guess. I am um, a self-proclaimed stroller is what I would <laughs> like to call myself. I have taken my time <laughs> yeah. throughout life to kind of figure kind of you know if something didn't feel right then I may not know what the next thing is but I'm I, I've always figured it out you know what I'm saying and so I, I I especially uh not just applaud because I understand how the world sets these different precedents and standards for black women and why so many times we are even put in a position to feel that way right or to be these achievers because of how mm-hmm. society has set things up um, but being a person who, again, is a is a self-proclaimed stroller, I love seeing people take back the night. Yeah. I love seeing people take time for themselves and, you know, grab a hold of that and say, you know what? No, I cannot do this right now. This is what I need. And everybody else is going to have to be OK with it. And I also understand that that is so much easier said than done. Right. And I and and there are so many layers to why that that's not you know, that doesn't happen for everybody so easily. So it's not I'm not coming from a place of like, well, if you if you doing too much like you because I've set different standards for myself where I've then had to pull back and be like, you're doing way too much right now. Right. You're doing way too much. And who the hell is getting ready to blow up if you don't do this right this very second? But I do, I do applaud and love seeing when we, especially as black women, take a moment to to focus on ourselves and really dive deep and see what it is we need personally. For sure. I think our talents, our gifts, the things that we do well, right? I think they are important and valuable. But I think what happens is, in my experience, you become defined by those things, right? Mm-hmm. And it and, and for me, it has been sort of embracing that I am more than what I accomplish or what I do well. I am more than my talents. I am more than my gifts. I am just as much me when I am, um, when I am, quote unquote, not doing or unproductive. I am just as much me and I am just as much worthy and qualified. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I have to protect myself um, and put up boundaries because if I do not, then the world and its expectations will consume me and cause mm-hmm. me, you know, harm. And so I have to be fearless and vigilant about protecting myself. Um because of course, like you know, Simone Biles, um, what what we've learned is that you know, essentially, she has she opted out of the the team um, mm-hmm. gymnastics competitions and several of the individual um, events mm-hmm. um, because the first report was that she said mentally she didn't feel like her head was in it. We it later was confirmed that she was experiencing what gymnasts refer to as the twisties, which mm. is when you are when you lose a sense of awareness of yourself when you're like midair. Mm. It is, um, mm. and it is something that it, you know it's very dangerous, right? Because if you haven't, you know, it's about sort of knowing when to land went to open up i don't know all the, yeah. the terminology i'm but sure just feel like your neck your back yeah your not health, having like that, that not having that awareness can be you know 
you can I, I there was a male gymnast uh, commentator who was was speaking about it at, uh, you know as a part of the Olympic coverage and he mm-hmm. said he performed with a case of twisties and landed on his neck on something and See, literally like ruined himself dangerous. for the rest of his career so it's like you know it is something that gymnasts are taught and trained to take seriously mm-hmm. and so you know Simone speaking up for herself in a situation where the pressure was on, everyone was expecting her to perform, but her having the wherewithal to say, listen, I know if I do this, I will probably do more harm than good. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's just an awesome example of sort of like, you know, protecting yourself from the, from the bount from the expectations of others. Um, and, you know, I, I just, now, I just wanted to commend it. Now I want to ask you a question. Sure. Um, Coming from that perspective, mm-hmm. as a self-proclaimed achiever, yes. How? What is? Because that that can't be easy, right? You're built this like you were essentially built this way at this point, right? So how mm-hmm. do you? What does that look like for you to start to deprogram? I'm glad and, that you asked because I started reading up on it because uh, that was a question that I had. It was like, you know, what would it look like? What 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 was that? What would a high stakes sort of situation be? Mm -hmm. Um, where I would find myself, you know, feeling similarly and have I felt similarly. And I had to be honest and say, yes, there have been times when I pushed myself too hard. I stayed Mm -hmm. up too late or, you know, you know, and and I didn't feel like I was, you know, or, you know, that's just one instance. But, you know, I know that there have been times when I sort of, you know, gave myself or gave it, gave my all and overextended myself when it was time Mm -hmm. to perform or was worried about, um, my performance. The difference is, you know, if I, I guess what I'm learning is, um, that I have to, uh, check in with myself Mm -hmm. and in checking in with myself, I really need to commit to being honest with myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and asking for what I need um, and embracing all every every part of me. So like not only, you know, you tend to when you think about yourself, of course, you want to sort of focus on the highlights and what I do well and where I shine. But also mm-hmm. embracing myself also requires me to have a level of awareness about my areas, my vulnerabilities, the things in which I aspire to grow or the things that trigger me and being mm-hmm. honest with myself and others as it relates to that. And so for for me, you know, what what that looks like for me is like if I am asked to do something or if uh, there's an expectation placed on me that makes me feel a certain way or that puts pressure on me, I have to be mm-hmm. honest about myself about that pressure. And I also have to be honest with whoever I'm, I'm dealing with or speaking to with mm-hmm. no fear that, you know, and I mean, you know, just I understand, I understand it. I guess I should say with the understanding uh, that, even though I might disappoint someone, um, my boss, my organization, uh, there are higher costs of me not, you know, like, you know, I don't have to put Mm -hmm. myself on the line in order to Mm -hmm. perform, um, in those ways. And it's not unreasonable for me to require rest and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just sort of being honest. I don't know if I answered the question. I just, those are just like literally what I scribbled down <laughs> on my, on my notebook as I was reading up about this and thinking about what are some of the things that I will want to do moving forward. 
and what I mean, that looks like you, in practice. You see how I move. Like I, I, I take deadlines seriously, but then right. on the other hand, there comes a certain point where people are human, right? So we had a lot of work to get done over the past couple of weeks, and Kia had a lot of work, at, like at her actual job, and I, you know, I had previous plans with my, and it just became this. It it became a really. Um, condensed schedule and kind of stressful for a second for us right uh and trying to like you know crank out episodes and get things done um under certain time restraints and at a certain point I had to email our our guy and say hey we can't we're not going to be able to do this on this date we're going to have to do this on this date and you're going to have to let them know that this is what it's going to be. And it's not to disrespect the the timeline that was set. But as human beings who are literally already extending themselves to as far as they can go, you can't make things happen, right? You can't make yourself have energy to record an episode at midnight when that's not even the 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 quality of what a client or what somebody would want regardless, right? So right. that's how I think to myself when it comes time to, you know, to do stuff. I'm going to try and meet these deadlines, but if it gets to a point now where we're all on time constraints and it's not even going to be good work, then we're just going to have to have a conversation about it. And guess what? Nobody's going to blow up. Most of the time, flexibility is available. It's just that we Mm -hmm. put pressure on ourselves or there's an expectation that, you know, asking for flexibility is some sort of, you know, it means something. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's like it's it's failing and people will assume that we don't, you know, we make assumptions on how people will perceive us asking for more time or more or, you know, to be other accommodations. Um, and that, and a lot of times it's, that's not, that's not true. And so what I'm, what I feel like I would like to do moving forward, um, is, you know, really taking time to check in with myself. And, and I know that that sounds like, you know, you check in with yourself or oh, self, how are you doing? But I mean, really doing it <laughs> as a practice, uh, and, <laughs> checking in with myself on a more regular basis and when I say checking in with myself I think for me that means sort of unplugging from other things other voices other opinions other you know taking a break from everything Mm -hmm. shutting down my social media shutting down my email putting my Mm -hmm. phone on do not disturb really going into into having a conversation and checking in with myself how am I feeling what do I need and then finding the courage to ask for what I need mm-hmm. and articulate what I need, um, you know, fully expecting, you know, that, you know, my, my needs will be considered, you know? And I think for me, mm-hmm. it's more about recognizing that it's not unreasonable for me to have these needs. And I, you know, my needs are, I'm, I'm worthy of, of, um, you know, flexibility and ease mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, asking and making requests. Cause you know, the truth, if I really am honest, people ask me to make accommodations all the time. Yes, exactly. Uh, you know, I need more time on this or can we move this around or this or that? And I try my best to accommodate others. Then why can I uh, expect uh, other people exactly. to, to sort of meet me halfway and extend, extend, grace and I mean you know we make plans but you know like we say all the time adaptability is the currency of of adulthood Mm -hmm. and so I think as black women this is just a a good example for us to sort of remember that and even on the world stage 
You know, you have to find ways to put yourself and your health first mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you're, no, nobody wants, you know, if, if winning or doing well has to come at the expense of your wellness, then and that ain't winning. It's not winning. And, and that sounds like cliche, but that's really, really the truth. And I, you know, our friends of the show, Dr. Joy Hart and Bradford, uh, Bradford an angel on earth. I absolutely wrote uh, a story for Insider Magazine um, uh, <laughs> discussing, <laughs> um, you know, Simone Biles and just how how we as um, how you know how Simone is just an example of you know how she's given Black women permission to remove their superhero capes mm-hmm. and take care of ourselves um, mm-hmm. for so long there's been this pressure and this burden for black women to sort of take <laughs> care of everyone and oftentimes at our own expense and our service you know us being the help is sort of lauded on us as you know kind of like you know this is <clears throat> who we are it's our identifier it's our calling card and I think we have to sort of resist and fight against that trope um, and that's something that I am making a conscious effort to to do in my in my daily practice. Mm-hmm. Um and I just wanted to just, you know, talk about it around the kitchen table, remembering that there are other people who maybe who may share my aspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and just, you know, just really inspired by Naomi and Simone sort of saying, I, you know, regardless of the money willing to take the L, you know what I'm saying? And recognizing that the L doesn't make me any less the goat. And that it may not really be an L. True. Like, you know, the proverbial L, yeah, because you you might be losing a bag or or something along those lines. But if I may, I said this before, but if I may share again one of my daily affirmations, I am not clowning. It is y'all niggas not going to stress me to death. Because I really mean that. <laughs> and niggas is non-gender ex- ex- exclusive. It's non-racial exclusive. It's for all of you humans out there. Y'all niggas not going to stress me to death. Yes, and I indeed. say that to myself often <laughs> on a daily basis. And it really like helps to kind of keep things in line. Do I have moments? Obviously, yes. Where I do, like Kia said, we put this pressure on ourselves. Or sometimes you just got a lot of shit to do, and so and and you can't just say I can't do it. But then, can you? Right. Can you say I can't do it? What happens if you say I can't do it? Is some somebody else is just gonna do it? Right. So I think it's an awesome invitation for us to think about the ways in which we might need to think, uh, you know, examine things in our lives and make better choices. Um, I'm going to read. I would love uh, to expand this conversation into uh, more episodes. I feel like we can, we can, we can talk more around this and have some guests on and things. For sure. I wanted to read a line from, um, Dr. Joy's, uh, insider article. Yes, please. There are probably several people in our own lives who are ready to step up if we let them know that we need help. But part of the trap set by the strong black women stereotype is the expectation that asking for help is a weakness. It is especially important for us to examine our relationship to this stereotype at a time when so much has been upended. 
in the past 18 months, we have been hyper-focused on keeping ourselves and our loved ones safe. We have lost loved ones, we have had to work and teach from home, and we have contended with continuing instances of racial violence and injustice, yet we are expected to keep showing up and being productive. Many mm. of us haven't stopped to think about what we need to refuel and what restoration might look like. Giving our permission to stop, giving ourselves permission to stop is not something that black women practice regularly, but mm. it can be a life-saving gesture. Simone Biles showed that by immediately recognizing how dangerous her vault had been and pulling out of the competition after getting the twisties, there is power in those actions, not only for people taking them, but for observers. Biles saying, I can't do this today, silently unlocked for many other black women the possibility that they too might be able to step away from something that has become too much. Mm. Dr. Joy. Dr. Joy. Earth Angel. Earth Gather Angel. Me together, please. Okay. okay. <laughs> she just, and she's got such a gentle way of doing it. I mean, just get, get yourself waist deep down into my business. Okay. I think that's a perfect way to close out this kitchen table talk. Honestly, it's with that quote, direct quote from Dr. Joy, Earth Angel of Black Girls, uh, therapyforblackgirls.com. Whew. I mean, I mean, consider what may be too much in your life and find a way to step away and get yourself back. Mm. Words to live by. And everybody will be okay. Everybody will be okay. Mm, I love it. Should we move along to the honesty boxes? I think we should. I think we should. I'd love to expand this conversation, so we're going to do that soon. Um, but let's move along to this honesty box. Looking for a new podcast that's like Olivia Pope meets your favorite Ryan Murphy show? I know I am. Or do you just love a good scandal? On True Love, an all-new fiction podcast from Wondery, you'll hear stories of scandalous flings, secret affairs, and the drama that ensues. True Love brings these relationships to life through reimagined stories about love, lust, and heartbreak. You'll be immersed in the lives of the characters and their flaws and hang in suspense as they go against their better judgment time and time again. From secret celebrity hookups that play out under the cover of night to the web of lies it took to protect a high-profile politician from revealing his secret life, each character finds themselves mixed up in every form of drama imaginable. The first season, The General and the Journalist, tells the story of Diane, a writer who takes a job ghostwriting an autobiography for the director of the CIA. Okay, that sounds like my kind of carrying on. Things take an unexpected turn when Diane has an affair with the director and against her better instincts, falls in love with him, ultimately consuming them both. So check out True Love, new from Wondery. Things go better when they go your way. And with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you can make, share, and do what inspires you and impacts others. Whether you want a laptop, a tablet, a pen to take notes on screen, something that can handle all your apps and games, or the graphics and speeds for gaming, with Windows PCs powered by Intel, you'll have a device that was made for you so you can keep making what inspires you and everyone else. Windows and Intel, made to inspire. 
Learn more at windows.com slash made to inspire. That's windows.com slash made to inspire. Honestly, truly. All right, it's time for this honesty box. Would you like to give our listener a pseudonym? Um, let's go with uh, Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster, <laughs> not Cherry. Not she Cherry. says. <laughs> remember when Cherry, when they was playing hide and seek, and Cherry in that refrigerator. refrigerator. <laughs> she put herself in that refrigerator like she girl, did. Are pass you dumb? right on out. <laughs> are did you, you dumb? Think was gonna happen, girl. Are you dumb? <laughs> She's and then later reappeared in Family Matters. But anyway, okay, so Punky Brewster writes, Hi, ladies, I am an avid listener of your podcast. You two are my besties in my head. Yeah. So hopefully you can help me put this situation I'm about to share into perspective. When I was in college, I was a single woman doing me, living my okay. best single life. I was seeing a guy. However, it was nothing serious, and that's the way I wanted to keep it. Right. I kept it on the low and never spoke of this relationship during or after it was over. Okay. All right. This was circa 2002. Oh, okay. a good time. A good time. Okay. Fast forward to 2011. I found out that this guy is now with one of my cousins. Okay. I believe in the girl code, but my cousin had no clue of the quote unquote encounters I had in the past with her new boo. I'm married with children, so this does not phase me. My cousin has fought off side chicks galore to keep him. And this guy possesses red flags all over the place, but she chose to stay. At this point, I thanked God, okay, that I dodged the bullet. Let's Glory. fast forward again to 2021. Glory. I heard nothing more of him or his relationship with cousin until she invited him to the family cookout recently. Oh dear. I didn't realize that he was still in the picture, and I'm thrown off by this invitation. We acknowledge each other, and I move on. Uh, and I move on to tend to my little ones and my husband. My husband asked who the guy was that showed up to the barbecue. Please don't judge me, but I lied through my teeth and told him I had no idea. <laughs> my husband knows of my past, but didn't know that this guy was in it. Okay. Uh, it, or this guy in question. I felt bad about my false response, but I didn't want to feel awkward for him as it already did for me. Oh, it gets better. Oh I found out later that week after the barbecue that this man recently slept with another cousin of mine. <sighs> this is the point where I'm really irritated. Cousin number two has asked me in the past if this man and I were involved. However, I would always plead the fifth. If she had speculation about him and I and knows this fool is with cousin number one, why sleep with him? My cousins and I are close, but I felt a bit betrayed by cousin number two. I'm a private person, so I will never share info about who I've been with, who I've dated, etc. The only man I felt worthy of meeting my family is the man that I married. We met my last semester in college, and we have been inseparable ever since. Was I wrong for feeling irritated at that time? Yeah. Should I have told my husband the truth? I dwelled on this for about a week and I am honestly over it, but just curious to hear your <laughs> thoughts. Thank you, Punky Brewster. Oh, Punky girl. Okay. So no, oh, I think punky. uh so okay. <laughs> I I'll go and I'll see what, what Jay has to say. But personally, I think you lying to your husband made it hot in some sort of way. Like, you know, why lie? Like, you have a husband, you don't want him no more. If he would have asked, yeah. I don't know. I should probably would have been like, yeah, you know, it was a thing 20 years ago, but clearly, you know, you know, I haven't seen him, blah, blah, blah. I feel like, I guess in the moment, I could see you being like, I don't know, but, but, um, I don't know. I think now it would be weird for you to go back and be like, yeah, you know. Yeah. 
So I guess you gotta, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know how you get out of that. As far as your cousin, <laughs> I don't think that you should feel away. Like, I don't like, you can't be mad at cousin number two. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't think I understand why you would be mad at, at, at her. I can see you said, you didn't say mad. You said annoyed. But at the same time, it's just like, well, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yeah. What 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 is the annoyance? Is the annoyance that your cousin like that asked she, you that she had an idea and you? But didn't your cousin, answer? you didn't tell her. If you didn't want him to, if you didn't want her to sleep with him, then you should be like, yes, yes, I was with him, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's a good idea for you to to you for you to go down that road. But you can't plead yeah. the fifth and then get mad when somebody, you know, you can't hold her responsibility. Like, well, she speculated what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't hold somebody responsibility for information that you withheld. You didn't tell no. her. If you wanted her to know, I mean, there's a way that you could have, I don't know. I guess I just don't see why you would be annoyed by that, uh, especially since she asked you. She gave you the opportunity to speak now, forever hold it. And you held it. So now you got to hold it. <laughs> like, and may, like, I don't know. I can understand I be being annoyed in the sense where this nigga is trifling and he slept with Be annoyed cousins. with him. I just right. don't see why but you would be with annoyed with her. Yeah. I agree. Now, here's my thing. Okay. You know, there's two, two, two things to this, right? I agree with Kia. You made it hot. Like, this was, like, not even worth it. <laughs> not it just even really, worth the lie. It's not like, even we worth it. So you literally lives. can't go back and do nothing exactly. now. Because then the whole shit will look super weird, right? Because it's like, whoa, why did you do believer. that? I'm a firm believer that, you know, women deserve to keep a couple things for themselves, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes you just have a couple things for yourself that are just, you know, lo- locked up in your closet and they're not for anybody else. And that is all right. It is your right. Between you um, and the Lord, period. Truly. I And I firmly believe that maybe problematic thinking, <laughs> you know, changed my mind. But <laughs> um I also think this was not one of those things. Right. And you should have just said it, been like, yeah, that nigga was a thing in college. Like In you college, know, and in y'all wasn't even oh, dating. Two. It was just literally like, you know, y'all had a, yeah. an agreement. <laughs> y'all, yeah. Y'all had a mutually even, beneficial relationship. It was yes. a business relationship. We had a physical you know? relationship. Yes, yeah. we did. And that's you know, it. And, and then if he feels weird about it, then, I mean, it's not like you was skinning and grinning up in the nigga's face exactly. like at the cookout. So, you know, that's that's for him and God to deal with. But it's it just wasn't like it wasn't necessary is just my takeaway from it. There's no judges. I understand. Like in the moment you felt pressure and we've all had those times. Right. Absolutely. So it is definitely not judgment. It's just like. You know, putting it in perspective now, no, you can't go back and make no fuss of it and say yeah. shit all over. The, like, just let this be between them. You know and what I'm saying? Us. And that nigga. <laughs> this is table talk, okay? You can't. I wouldn't go. Yeah, this is just for the table at this point. Yeah, this is just for the this is just for the honesty box. You know, we're not going to tell nobody about it, Punky Brewster. We won't. But I Okay, think so how about that. the cousin situation? Did I, did I, did, did, would you say anything different about that? I feel like if she going to be annoyed, you got to be annoyed with him. You got to be annoyed with the nigga. Cousin number two. (laughs) So if cousin number two knows that this nigga is messing with his other cousin, is cousin number two living a bit trifling? Yes. Yes. Business? No. And also that nigga is the, the foundation of all wrong right there. 
They're both wrong, but he is doubly wrong because he is the one who is fucking with both of them. And if she knows that they fucking around, she's wrong for that. But you got to be mad with him. He seems like the problem here. <laughs> and girl. As far as you're concerned, I would just I would just actually be annoyed in your own your own space. You know what I'm saying? Just do like every other human being and jump on Instagram, you know what I'm saying? And like scroll you know, be nosy, look at what you want to do, talk shit in your head, and then go back and tend to the children. And that I'm not being misogynistic. You said it in this email that you were tending to the children. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just go tend to the children and, like, you know, make a drink, roll a blunt, whatever it, you, it is you do, watch The Real Housewives of Potomac, whatever <laughs> you need to do to decompress, but just, like, seethe for a couple of minutes and then keep it pushing. But you can't go say nothing yeah. now. Yeah, because you can't. I would not. I would not want to touch this nah. situation with a 40-foot pole. Un, nah. Under no nah. circumstances would I want to be involved nah. in this mess. Would I want to even be associated? Because you make it high, right? I wouldn't want if 20 years ago me and this man had some sort mm-hmm. of situation. <clears throat> Y'all Honestly, niggas would have to. I, listen, I would be lying. Like. <laughs> I wouldn't even be yeah. like owning that. I would be like, no, I've never no. met that man. Are you kidding? No. Let me like, can, can I, can I give you all a little bit of logic real fast? Since this, if you would like to apply this in your life is you may as well. 20 years is a hard fall off, right? Mm-hmm. Niggas are like, like bad things on your credit. Okay. No, you didn't. And you can right. yoni steam them out of your system. <laughs> and then, but after a certain period of time, they fall off. They don't even count anymore. <laughs> like I saw a meme the other day on Instagram. I got to find it. It was like, if we used to talk 10 years ago, no, we didn't. <laughs> exactly. 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 If we used to talk like 10, 15 years ago, no, we didn't. Thank you so much. You- you fell off my nigga score at this point. So I I'm and I'm at it. I'm right now I'm coasting at a smooth seven and eighty seven. So like, listen, you know what I'm saying? The, according to well, the credit working bureau, my whip to you're no longer a thing. So you're God not, bless you. You're not. So just and I want you all to keep that in mind. Your nigga score. Niggas fall off of your nigga score after a certain period of time. I, yeah, girl. This is not even a don't, don't dispute this. Okay, nah. this is, this is <laughs> no. off your credit score. Just leave well enough alone. You got a whole nother yeah. husband, child. Don't yeah. even concern yourself. Let your cousins work this out. Don't. I would not even insert myself into this. I would be. They won't even like, see that old capital. This is what I'm deal. saying. Like, why would y'all need to be in my business from 20 years ago? Mm-hmm. Ew. No, thank you. I don't even know. I'd be what right over here about. sipping my drink, like, wow, your lives are so complicated. Exactly. <laughs> and I you better than me because I'd have been at the um I would have shook his hand at the reunion like I'd never met. How are you? I'm Kia. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Your name? Great to see you. Wonderful. Enjoy the potato salad. Yes. I would enjoy. This ghosted me one time. I didn't see him <laughs> until some until some time later. And this nigga literally literally he uh poked his head out the back because i was hanging out with a friend and he poked his head out the back and said oh hello how are you (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. and i couldn't do anything but go what's up nigga how are you (laughs) i'm so good at that i don't know who you trying to save face for but it's for somebody so i'm gonna let you try to save face nigga i just i love acting like i've I shouldn't say that, 
But there have been times <laughs> where people have asked me, like, are you Kia? And I'd be like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Who is that? No, not I've at all. I've never heard of her. I <laughs> Actually, I think you have me So, yes, Punky else. Brewster. I hope, I hope that this was helpful to you. I hope yes. that... Put that nigga you know, in the refrigerator like cherry. <laughs> close the door. Okay, close the door and, and let it get no air. Let okay? it get no Tell me air. Tell how I'm supposed to breathe with no air, air. <laughs> Period. Like, okay. Jordan sparks that nigga. It would be, it would be a go with God, Crispy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Go with God. Go with God, Crispy. Period. Are you dumb? Oh Mm-mm. man! <laughs> Everybody crazy? I'd have been. I'd have been at that. Yes, the bathrooms are just down the hall until you're right. I'd have been like. I'm sorry. Mm. Give me your name again. Okay. One more time. Right. Good to meet you. And you're here with who? Craig. Wonderful. Oh, Greg. Greg. Have a oh, great time. Honestly. Wonderful time. Did we go to school <laughs> together? Really? No, I didn't go there. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't recall. Mm-hmm. I don't you remember that. Recall. You said we had what was that trigonometry together? Wow. What? I don't, I don't even, even take remember. no math classes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Must be somebody else. But you, you have fun. confused. Yes. Enjoy the The stuff. ribs enjoy are really stuff. good. The ribs They're are really good, good. And that chicken is hot. So be careful. Okay. Oh, and watch my grandma because she's a spicy <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, punky girl. <sighs> Continue I would, to I would say give us an update, but I'm hoping that you put this in your journal and nowhere else. <laughs> and um <laughs> but yeah let you us know, know what i almost want to start like a journal segment where it's not necessarily the honesty box and they're looking for a Advice. response but more like, like i don't have anywhere else to put this we're gonna put this in the journal yeah i think we might start the journal maybe that will be a component of something coming soon from getting oh, grown yes. the i journal. think so Right in All right, the well, let's move on t- to this uh, black woman self-care. I deserve so my black woman self-care is very simple. So you all, I told you all, I went to L.A. to go do some um, shooting with XD. Um, we filmed, I mean, we recorded the bonus Target episode with XD, which that was a very, very good time. Um and so, you know, I had just come off the family vacay, you know, mm-hmm. in the we're in the pandemic, all these things. This is the first time that I had a space to sleep to myself, like with nobody else there, not a friend, not a business partner, not a child, not anybody. Like there was nobody sleeping in the same space as me. And it was incredible. So I woke good. up in the morning I would brush my teeth. I would order my coffee and my breakfast. I would, you know, I'd be up. I'd go have a smoke of. I ordered weed like three times. I would go have a well, smoke. Well, you can order on, the on Uber Eats or something. What are you? Oh, it's company. I don't even. I'm not gonna say the company because no. I would like for them to contact me directly for uh for a partnership. This is, um, wow. But I, there is a company in which I would order, which a lot of people order from. Um, and yes, like they bring it to you in a like a two hour window almost. Wow. Yeah, I shopped for various strains. What a time! Um, though some that I want some indicas where, where they gave me some relaxation, euphoric qualities. You know, mm-hmm. I got some sativas that were good for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I just got all kinds of things, some hybrids. You know, and I ordered it several times while I was there. But being in that space and 
and just waking up and drinking my coffee and going out to the balcony and eating my breakfast. And like, I didn't have to answer to, I didn't have any body. Like, obviously I had a schedule. I had to be, you know, to this place to shoot or I had to, you know, Kia and I had to record, but like at night when it was time to go, I could just turn on the TV and just watch. And there was nobody asking me about dinner or washing the cat or, <laughs> you on, know, anything. Trail it was just it, when I woke up in the morning, nobody asked me for anything. I just woke up to my own leisure and ordered my own breakfast. I didn't have to think about nan other nigga. That's amazing. I'm happy for you. Thank you, sis. I just it was it was a few days that I just needed to have. And I didn't realize how much I needed to have it until I had it. And I was like, work trip and all, this is black woman self-care, nigga. Mm. I I am very happy. So yeah, that's my self-care. That's my person, my black person self-care. And nice. we know you gave us yours earlier. Do you wanna do a retouch? Do you wanna well, do no, something I else? I did give my I did bust down and give my house. I'm telling you, y'all. It smelled like mistoline and bleach yeah. mm, and mm, fabuloso mm, mm, and mm, pledge. But she didn't boil it, just so y'all know. Thank you. Um, but I also <laughs> wanted to say, I want you all, and this is shout out to Nikki, just shout out to our sister Nikki, because she's responsible. But if you have Apple Music, you must go and find the Quiet Storm Essentials playlist. Yes. And add it to your library. It is hours and hours and hours and hours of Auntie jams okay when i tell you i was in here i mean mopping this floor and listening to roberta flack that's the time yeah i feel like making making love to you to you i mean so good that's the time i mean it just don't get no gooder than that so i mean my black woman self-care has been that playlist and i want you all to go and get you a piece of it um, and just put it on as you as you uh, wind down or just sort of mm-hmm. this, this is like an easy, breezy, easy going kind of mood. And it's like endless. It's and endless. I mean, it literally just like just like tune after tune after yes. tune after tune. Every time it's not one of those. You don't skip it. <laughs> no, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's mm-hmm. the right mix. Right. It's mm-hmm. like auntie, like, you know. It's like my mom would enjoy it, but it's still mm-hmm. like current. It's got some things on it that are for me, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it's good. I mean, I don't have yeah. no no complaints. I don't know who mm-hmm. created it. I don't know who's responsible for it, but it has been Shout a out blessing to, you, to me. And I'm getting mm-hmm. into making playlists. Like I make, I've made a couple of playlists for Team Topic Fast, like working playlists. If oh, you've yeah. been to our virtual working sessions, then you know, you know. But I, I'm getting into, you know, making these playlists to sort of set myself up. You know, I'm going to make a playlist for my work day and I'm going to listen to this mm-hmm. tomorrow. And so it's kind of been helping my productivity. I'm thinking about sharing those as a part of a yes. project like Jay said is that we're going to, that we're working on um, coming out with. So look out for that. But yeah, that's my Black Women Self-Care this here playlist. I Yes, I love it. Make sure you all check out that quiet quiet storm essentials playlist uh nikki nikki has been singing its praises and when i finally downloaded it i got my whole life i mean i have to i'm gonna have to call her after this after we record and Mm -hmm. be like sis you was not lying no no shout out to nikki shout out to nl makeup shout out to plentiful brows for sure 
Let's move along to these petty peeves. Okay. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey, honey. <sighs> it's time for the petty peeves. And before we start, I have to say that XD asked us to come on a regular episode. Okay. And he wants it to be the petty peeve extravaganza. He said oh. because he's got a laundry list of things that get on his Extravaganza. <laughs> you should like so. wear formal wear. It should be like a ball. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I will beat my face. Not tequila levels because I don't know how to do that. But to the best of my ability. You have a petty peeve extravaganza. Yes. I am all the way here. So that just stay tuned for that. It's coming yes, soon. For sure. But my petty peeve this week. So, you know, I uh while I was in LA, I, I really enjoy the fact that the majority of my jewelry outside of, you know, some of Flatbush or Guyana's finest gold mm-hmm. um is the adornments of black women in business. Right. And so, and that is, you know, what I wear on a daily basis. I have my Meow Manifesto shops. Mm-hmm. You have my Ariantes. I have my um, Sable Collective. My Lord, Lord Sable Collective. You know, just a laundry list of black women who are making jewelry. Um, Erica of Good Moms, Bad Choices. I have her her specialty ring that she came at. It's a little face. It's beautiful, gold-plated. But... So I I posted a post because I want to shout out all of these brands. I don't I wear them because they make me feel good and I also love being adorned by black women. So I put that on my stories. I love being adorned by black women, you know, and all the individual brands so that people can go check it out for themselves. And someone I know messaged me to tell me how much ego I have. For only shouting out black women and not all women. And no, this was not a white person. What? And I was, <laughs> you know, I did one of those like, you know, those those like type and deletes because I was like, no, that's ugly. Um, but wait, I politely wait. let that person know. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they left they left a comment or they sent you a message? They sent me a message because it was a story. So okay. they were like the ego. They were like, what about? What about all the other women? What about them? Wait a minute. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, wait, what does these that are mean? actual, you talking about jewelry that you own? Yeah. So why would yes. you shout out jewelry? Like, if you shout out jewelry that you have and it happens to be all by black women, why? I don't see how this is an ego thing. If it, if it's exactly. all the jewelry that you have, like, does the word ego mean something else? Wait a second, sis. Cause I'm, I'm not following the logic, but I'm interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, you're no, you're absolutely fine. Please ask whatever questions you need to. Yes, and and this is all my own jewelry. This is not like sponsored. This is or jewelry like, that you purchased that I have purchased from these brands that I love and I personally want to shout out. This is not an advertisement. This is not a, a discount code for anybody. This is just literally brands I have purchased from. And I, if you, if this is your style or you see something you like, you too can purchase from these beautiful black women brands. What? But why does that like wh- what? I was like, you know, I, I don't really have time to sit up here and try to educate you on why I love or explain to you why I love shouting out black women and their brands. But if you're mad about it, you know exactly what you can do. Because I'm never going to stop shouting out black women and black brands. What you mean, the ego? Fuck out of here. But I don't understand so, like, what that means. Like, this is like... That was I mean, also part of it, too, because you can't like, make sense out of nonsense. Oh, that's So that's fair. why I was like, you know, 
anything less than what I said, any, anything more than what I said is not even, it may fly over this person's head because I don't even know half of what the fuck they're talking about. And the other half of it is like, all right, well, then just stay mad because I'm never going to stop posting this stuff. So just stay mad. I am That's actual it. confusion, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> but don't come in my message box with none of that bullshit. Don't do that. Please and thank you. Ew. Anywho, what's your petty peeve? <laughs> <laughs> That's so odd. Um, it's so it's it was weird and it was like irritating. It was annoying. I feel like I feel like Punky Brewster from the Honesty Box. <laughs> I was like, oh, how unnecessary and annoying. <laughs> how how dreadful, really. <laughs> but yes, you. What is your petty peeve, sister? Um, my petty peeve is that um, the gym is no is no longer requiring mask, and mm-hmm. I'm like I said, I'm the only person, one of the only people who still wears a mask in class. And so, what I don't get is like you know, I think everyone is allowed is allowed to do what they need to do for them, and so yes. like. If I need, if, if, if it is, if I need to, if I take one extra wipe so that I can wipe down my equipment, you know, you know, really well, if, if I decide to work out in my mask, these are, this is my breath, my, my lungs, my, you know, my workout. So like, what's it to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was, I was approached and questioned by a young a young lady who was like, you know, you know, we don't have to wear a mask. And I'm like, I'm aware of the rule. <laughs> you know, you don't have to talk to me. right? That's now. what I said. Like, since you know that this is none of your business. Right. You know that this is my choice, my business. Like I, I recognize, mm. you know, I'm not wearing I'm not wearing the mask because I am required to wear it. I'm wearing, I'm wearing the mask because it's my choice to do so. And you could also completely just literally stop talking to me right now. And I was literally just like, you know what? I'm fascinated. Well, I was just, I was just curious to know. I'm like, well, it's also like none of your concern. Like I understand your curiosity, um, but it's not something that concerns you. (laughs) Like be curious about them flimsy ass triceps. (laughs) Be curious about them thin ass ankles you got going on. Be curious about this long ass flat ass day that you got going on behind you. But be curious the fuck away from me. It's not hard for you. It doesn't make your workout harder. And I'm like, but if it is, if it does make my workout harder, the operative word in that is mine. And also, you're not helping by making me exert more (laughs) oxygen talking to you about my goddamn business. I just, I just feel like, you know, I don't, I don't question anybody. I don't ask people why they do things because I recognize what's my business. Okay. And I am hell bent on worrying about that, you know? (laughs) And so I don't understand how you feel. It is your business, your responsibility to be at, to be worried about what's going on under my mask. It's mine. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I don't know why I, don't this, ask you I, why I you're felt nasty like she and don't wipe down the exactly. Equipment. What irritated me? It was like you know she felt like it had that tinge of mm-hmm. oh let me help her because she don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't need Gosh. 
your opinion. I don't need your assistance. And I mean, the fact that, you know, I'm on this treadmill running with this mask and I'm unbothered is really amazing. And it is actually a testament to my health and my fitness. Okay. Okay. Kiss okay. my mask. Period. <laughs> Kiss my mask. Why are you in my business? You know, oh you know, we don't God. have to, you know, we don't have to wear a mask anymore. I said, girl, you know, you don't have to ask me any questions. You know, you don't have to be over here talking to me because I do not know you. You just start, just start, just talking like, well, I'm not vaccinated and I don't <laughs> believe that the coronavirus is real. So her like, why are you, why are you just over start here? spewing shit? Just start saying shit just to get her away Stop from asking me. me questions. Like, I don't know. And maybe y'all have to pray for me because, you know, I'm not a chit chat. I'm not a small talker. OK, the girls like to come up to me and, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I just it's not my lane here. I'm not here for that. I'm here to burn these calories, get these splat points going about my business, girl. I personally don't mind a chit chat. Not at the gym. I hate the gym in general, but I don't want to chit chat either or the supermarket. Uber drivers and things like that. It bothers other people. It don't bother me. I'll chit and chat with you. But don't get up in my business. Don't be asking me a bunch of personal ass questions. Stranger ass woman walking up to me in the gym. Start screaming, six feet! Just scream at him. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, wow, man. You got you to act a little wild so they'll get away from you. Like a, like, like well, a you gotta help rabbit me. Like, raccoon. Lord, you have to help me. You have to help me because I'm trying to be patient with your people. No, I don't think you need any. To me. You don't deserve to have to be patient in a situation <laughs> like that. She should honestly move the fuck along. And that is another episode <laughs> of Getting Grown. Thank you so much for coming and sitting at the titch, kitchen table, the titchen table the with titchen us. The titchen table with us. The titchen table, which is a teench. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate you all. Shout out to Target. Yeah. We enjoyed, you know, that that string of working with you all. It was awesome. And hopefully you all will see more in the future. For sure. Sis, do you have anything you want to close the show out with? I don't. I want to continue to ad- admonish you all to be safe. And to take care of yourselves and your loved ones. I also want to 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 encourage you to um, moisturize your insides by uh, drinking your water. Mm-hmm. I want you to mo- um, moisturize your mind by minding your business, focusing on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I also want mm-hmm. to implore you to moisturize your skin. Why, sis? Because your white will crack if you ask me anything else about this Peloton that I'm using right now. Bye. (laughs) Y'all be good. Bye. Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts.